0: Hi guys, welcome back to Sky High Musings. I am Monica. First of all, I'd like to start with a big thank you to everyone who is listening out there. I really appreciate you guys tuning in every week. And um, if you like what you're hearing, please tell your friends to like and subscribe. It really helps my numbers. And also on that same line, I know it's kind of tough to dial in every week knowing that Sky High Musings doesn't have a particular theme or obvious genre. And I know for some people, that's really difficult to not know what you're going to be listening to every week, and that you're just at the whim of the podcaster. So uh, once again, I really appreciate you guys listening in and uh, your ability to kind of hang with me is not unnoticed. So Today, I am doing a fairly short pod because it is my birthday, I'm turning 60, and that involves some travel and a lot of celebrating, and I'm very grateful for that. And one of the things I had toyed with doing for the pod was the origin and kind of story about the happy birthday song. And it didn't really interest me as much as I thought it would. The bottom line is the happy birthday song was written in... That's the happy birthday to you, that song. It was written in the early uh, 1900s and copyrighted. And then there was... uh, Someone sold the copyright and then for many years it was a $700 fee if you use the song in any public place, like if you ever went to a TG Fridays or something like that for your birthday back in the day, they would sing you some kind of ratchet happy birthday song, and that is because they didn't want to pay the $700 fee. Um, Thankfully, that went away in the 2000s, and now you can pretty much sing happy birthday whenever you want, wherever you want, without paying anybody a penny. So I decided today instead to do... Uh, kind of very mini episode on the origin of the original birthday celebration. Because I started thinking to myself, when did people even, I mean, I know back, way back, like in the, you know, BC days, that people were very good at keeping track of calendars and such. It's amazing to me how intelligent people are. um And they, including this audience, of course. And, um, and so I thought to myself, well, what was the origin of the first birthday celebrations and why? So that is what we will be talking about this week. By the way, if my rendition of the Happy Birthday song was troubling to you, here's one that was quite popular from the 1960s. The Marilyn finally appeared... She was wearing a shimmering silk gown that revealed more than it hid. Mr. President, the late Marilyn Monroe. To save myself from some kind of copyright issue, I'm just going to include a tiny little clip of a birthday song that will be on my playlist, 50 Cent. It probably comes as no surprise that the first birthdays were from ancient Egypt. And they weren't actually a celebration of the day someone was born, but the day that pharaohs transformed into gods. And that was kind of a coronation date. And so the original first celebrations of birthdays that were mentioned in history were actually the coronation days and not the date of the person's birth. That was basically the date of their birth into a god. The Greeks edition was actually something that, <laughs> that is near and dear to my heart. I actually just had cake for breakfast. That's not a joke. Just a little piece. Uh, it's my birthday. I can celebrate. And they, the Greeks added uh, the cake and candles. So what they did was they would make moon-shaped cakes to Artemis. And as part of the tribute to that goddess, they would actually put candles on top of the cake to make it glow. And they probably stole this from the Egyptians, but they were celebrating gods and goddesses as well in ancient Greece. The Romans took the whole thing to the next level by allowing regular people to celebrate their birthdays. And of course, it was just the men in society and they would celebrate birthdays for non-religious figures, and they would observe the birthdays of their most famous citizens. And if you made it all the way to your 50th birthday party, you'd get a special cake made of wheat flour, olive oil, honey, and grated cheese. Just spoiler alert, I did not have grated cheese in my breakfast cake this morning. Um, And then female birthdays weren't celebrated until around the 12th century. So, ladies, I guess that just makes us all a lot younger because we were not having birthdays at the time and therefore not getting older, of course. Here's a disturbing thought. Due to the belief that humans were born with original sin, Christians actually thought birthdays were bad and they were tied to pagan gods. So the Christian church considered birthday celebrations evil. So I guess you can just put that right up there with dance, too. Around the 4th century, Christians changed their minds and began to celebrate the birthday of Jesus as the holiday of Christmas, and the new celebration was accepted into the church partly in hopes of recruiting uh, those who were already celebrating the Roman holiday of Saturnalia, which I'm going to look that holiday up, but I think we should probably celebrate that too. Why not? Okay, let me go tangential for just two seconds. I looked up what Saturnalia is, and there's no joke. We should be celebrating Saturnalia right now. So here's the definition. Saturnalia, and the ancient Roman festival of Saturn in December, which was a period of general merrymaking and was the predecessor of Christmas. And then there's another sub-definition. an occasion of wild revelry. So I'm digging the Saturnalia situation. Over time, birthdays spread around the world and it was in Germany that the Kinderfest was the, and that was in the 18th century where they've specifically celebrated a child's first birthday as kind of a much larger celebration. And they would make a birthday cake with candles, and kids got one candle for each year they were alive. And blowing out the candles and making a wish was also a part of the celebration. So we have the Germans to thank for kind of uh, modernizing and maybe kind of getting uh, getting the birthday party a little more organized, if you will. As time went on and technology and materials got a little cheaper, the birthday celebration that was once just the purvey of the wealthy became a little bit more accessible during the industrial times. And bakeries actually started making pre-made cakes in the uh, late 19th century. So whether anyone celebrates their birthday with gusto or quietly or with prayers or with any kind of ritual that they feel that makes them happy and whole the really great part about birthdays in my mind is that it really is a chance for all of us to sit back and kind of reflect on what they the individual person wants for their future going forward and just kind of where they have been my my old grandma Gert hated celebrating her birthday, um, starting when she was probably about 50. She was a very young grandmother, by the way. And I think that, I always think that's silly. I think the idea of celebrating another day in your life and also using it as a time of reflection is amazing. I am not somebody who loves to shout it on the rooftops. If you are a Facebook friend of mine, you will notice that I did take it off of my Facebook feed. Because I do like to keep my birthday celebration a little more intimate, but it doesn't mean that it's any less important. And so kind of with that thought in mind, I just want to thank you guys again for being here and kind of celebrating along with me. And whenever your birthdays are, I wish you the happiest birthday and hope that you can also enjoy that your time and celebrate it in the way that you see fit. Okay, guys, we'll have a regular episode next week. We'll see you then.